welcome to Pushing Past Polite, where we talk about what matters and make the world a little more just. I'm Corey. And I'm Laura. Thanks so much for joining us today. So we wanted to talk about uh, a big milestone that also is an identity marker that we share. So we talked a little bit in the first episode about what, you know, who we are and what makes us connect as people. And one of those things is the year 1982. (laughs) It was a warm day. Uh, We were both spring, (laughs) one spring baby, one summer baby. But um, yeah, it was one of those things where, you know, we were kind of trying to feel each other out at work to be like, how ish age, how old are you? It's not really a, a common popular HR question, but somehow it came up. Yeah, I think because we were approaching our 40th birthdays. And and I think both of us were feeling like we're walking into it. You know, like we weren't trying to pretend that we weren't turning 40. Like we were both kind of like openly walking into this space and we started talking about it. And some and somebody else in our in our circle at work was also turning 40. Was she before us or after us? I want to say first. I want to say she was first. I think she yes. was April. April, May, June, mm-hmm. which made making that connection across the three of us a little less awkward. Yes. <laughs> and once we revealed the 1982 in common, uh, all of the cultural markers that we've shared and like the times we bust out in song in conversations make so much make more sense. sense. Yes. Of course. Of course you would sing that when you sing that. Um so, yeah, so turning 40 uh, was something we both kind of embraced, as Corey mentioned. And um, for me, it's that I probably look 40. <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel real 40 these days. Um, and a part of that is parenting and being tired perpetually. And um, I think the other part of that is I have a genetic predisposition for gray hair on both sides of my family. And that's another thing that a little bit pre-pandemic, but certainly pandemic, I embraced was not mm-hmm. coloring it anymore. Mm-hmm. And so if anything, people round up a little more than they mm-hmm. should. And I get real pissed about that. <laughs> but uh, Corey, on the other hand, I don't know. You don't, you don't quite look your 40. Well, thank you. Um, no, I mean, I think for me, having babies later in yeah. life... So when I, one of the, a job I used to work at a large nonprofit before our current space, my boss, who was also like a mentor, she said, the thing that can make you feel youngest is like being pregnant at 40. She had her Mm -hmm. son when she was like 40. And then uh, another colleague of ours was pregnant at 40 and you know, like I was in a work environment where there's all these prof- very, you know, professional working women and people were having babies later. So it wasn't like a strange thing. Um, so having my kiddos at 37 and 39, walking into 40, I was like, yeah, I'm I'm all over this shit. You know, like <laughs> I'm ready to put this chapter to bed. I'm ready to put this chapter to bed. Like I got it all. I got the la- I eked out my last little bit of youthfulness in my 30s with the two boys and and now it's like bring it on 40 let's see what you got yeah I I didn't approach it with fear I think part of it is you know recognizing that it's a blessing to reach a certain age right like having everybody right having lost people in your lives 
unexpectedly or young or. And so um, many people during the pandemic of all different ages, you know, from the COVID aspect of the pandemic, but also just like uh, all the violence that was happening, you know, and that continues. But that, too, there was so much loss of life in that two years that we were really shut down and locked down. Yeah. That I was also feeling like, you know, this needs to be a celebration. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and then the mental health wave that went with the pandemic as well and all these people feeling like life wasn't worth it. And mm-hmm. I was really fortunate to not feel that. Um, I was felt really lucky to be 40. Um, again, can't lie about the age. It shows it is what it is. And I'm OK with it. Um, but also, too, I think what shocks me is 40 used to feel so old. You know, uh, in my head, I'm not 40. I understand this. My body does not lie. It is totally fine. But to me, 40 was like, wow, you're close to retirement. And it's not. It's It's really not. Have you seen Murder, She Wrote or The Golden Girls? Yes. Or any of those, right? Like those people were supposed to be in their 50s, like 10 years away from where we are. And it feels like they were 25 years away. Like now being 40, looking at those programs, you're like, no, you guys were had to be 65, even though the actors may have been been that those ages yeah. it was like but they were supposed to be portraying these younger people which created a construct in my head of like what that age should look like and be like yeah hang but, up your hang up your shoes go ahead and turn it in and live yes. with your friends because your husband's already dead your husband's dead. <laughs> he's but dead now being closer to that age it's like that's not what it looks like for me or so many people who i know who are in their late 40s early 50s like it doesn't look like that at all No. And some of that is generationally. Some of that is the message that Hollywood was saying about who's youthful and who's not. Mm -hmm. Right. But you just mentioned your coworkers having babies at 40. So, I mean, it's really doesn't look like that. You're Mm -hmm. still chasing infants and toddlers in your Mm -hmm. 40s. Mm -hmm. So I'm still shocked when I see it on paper, when I think about it in those terms, like that 41 is approaching or I'm in my 41st year approaching. That Mm -hmm. is really pretty wild to me. Um, but I was I was completely at peace with the number itself. Yeah. Um, so how did you think about celebrating it? Like, what was your what was your I was running state? away? I was running away. That was what I was doing. Running away from not the age. No life. Like I needed a hard break. Mm. You know, like I had two babies during a pandemic. We weren't going anywhere. Travel. People were coming to us. Family members were coming to us. But we were kind of limiting our travel and things like that. I, I, prior to the pandemic, was traveling much more for work and that was giving me opportunities. So I knew that I wanted to go somewhere and I wanted to go on a vacation type of trip without any children. And I also wanted to just go with some girlfriends. I love that. You know, um, but I wanted him to come. I wanted my husband to come. But coordinating his schedule is entirely too much effort and it's like this isn't about you so if it's like you're not going to do what's needed to kind of coordinate your schedule and figure out when you can be free then like I'm just going to do me and um my girlfriend's like picked up the mantle of planning the stuff and like my mother-in-law came and our niece and they were here with my kids and uh I went to Puerto Rico which is just one of my happy places I love that. Uh, yeah, I used to go there every year when I was in my 20s. Uh, there was like a five or six year period that I would go every year. And that's just my happy place. 
and we stayed at this glorious resort called the El Conquistador in Fajardo. And Could you um, say that with a little more flavor? That was lovely. Say that one more time. <laughs> <laughs> the El Conquistador. Um, <laughs> I love it. Mm-hmm. It's on the far side of the island. Um, it's near the rainforest, near the Picardy factory. And it has its own private like island that is its activity island. So there's a beach over there. You can snorkel, horseback ride. Oh, that sounds amazing. Um, sailing, you know, jet skis, all that kind of stuff. They have a water park on the property. It wasn't fully operational because of the hurricanes that have been devastating mm-hmm. Puerto Rico. But um, it was mostly operational. Operational and enough for a great time. For a great time. Yeah. Yep. You know, and it wasn't fully at full capacity. So we had a lot of spaces uh, that weren't just that were not hectic and busy. And one of the days we were in a pool, just us, and it was an infinity pool and we could just views ocean. It was just uh, I'd like to run away next. Can I try that for 41? Yes. That's so cool. And how did you decide like who was going to be with you? Oh, I just wanted a couple of people. And so it was like just you and 300 of your closest friends. I people. 300 of my closest friends. So um, I invited like my sisters, um, my sister, uh, my sister-in-law, my husband, my my brother's wife. And then just like a couple of friends who I do a lot of work with. And we've been over the course of the pandemic, we've been doing a lot of stuff together. Like these were the people who. I was having physical, regular touch points with, mm-hmm. you know, safely, but re- more regularly. You know, we were doing keynotes together and workshops together and retreating together and all that kind of stuff. And so that was this group. There were just five of us. It sounded like a lot more in that list, but some of those oh, people oh. met multiple roles, it sounds like. Yeah, um, it was just there were just five of us. Love it. I love that you made that time. I love that your friends picked up the slack in terms of the planning load because that can take a lot of energy. Yeah. And then it feels weird, right? Sometimes to do all that planning for yourself or to make other people come. So I love that you had a team that did that for you. That's fantastic. It was lovely. What about you? Well, I struggle with birthdays in general. Not Again, not because I'm afraid of aging, but I just have a weird relationship with them. Um, I have an estranged relationship with my mom, and I think birthdays always make me think of my connection to her. Um, So I think that's part of it. I think the other part is not wanting. Pause. Yep. So when you say birthdays make you think of your connection with her, you mean because like she gave birth to you. And so it's like this reminder, the the physical. There was literally a cord. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a big part of it. You know, she be, you know, I'm her first, so. I, her, her motherhood is tied up in my life, uh, in a way. Right. So that mm-hmm. identity and it, she always, it's actually very sweet. And I do have lots of good things to say about her from earlier years. So it's complicated now, but it was sweet then. But she used to tell me like my birth story every birthday, like, Oh, Aww. I remember. Yeah. So I just, for me, like when I turn the page of another year and we're not in contact and in good, healthy space relationship wise, it's a little bittersweet. It's a little weird. Yeah. And, um, you know, the other part, too, you know, what you mentioned about your friends picking up the mantle for you. 
I am not great at asking for that or articulating something that I would really like, if I'm honest. Mm -hmm. And um, in fact, my friends know that about me. And so what they did do was beautiful and perfect. And I could cry thinking about it. Um, I didn't plan anything for myself. And I think they knew that they kind of were feeling out what's going on and what are we doing and what's happening. And I'm like, absolutely nothing. (laughs) It's Tuesday or whatever the heck day it fell on. So this group of five women and me, we get together pretty much once a month where they're all local, obviously, and, and connect on a particular topic of interest. And sometimes it's book club and sometimes it's other things. But they were feeling it out. There was a regularly scheduled get together already right around my birthday and they hijacked it and made it kind of special for me. Oh, so, nice. yeah, it was um, they did a, a margarita bar. We had because my birthday is May 6th, which is the basically international hangover day. You've got Cinco de Mayo where everybody parties and then my day they're like exhausted and hungover. So there was there's Mexican themed food ish, but kind of loosely. And um and they presented me with the absolute sweetest gifts, like really thoughtful things, like knowing mm-hmm. that they knew me. Like one, when we had gone to her house in rotation, I had commented about like the smell of the hand soap in her bathroom. But she remembered that I liked it. Oh, got that for oh. me. Yep. Beautiful, fresh cut flowers um, from another friend. And as a matter of fact, I have it on my desk. The Not the flowers. That would be amazing. But this like really beautiful journal, Morgan mm-hmm. Harper Nichols, and we love her stuff. And they all took a turn and like passed around and wrote like a note oh, to me. Oh, Laura. It's, I, I bawled. I just bawled. They're yeah. like, are you okay? Is this an okay day? I was like, no. Yes, I love it so much. <laughs> I'm so happy. Yeah. I'm so happy. But it was just right, you know, because with three kids and two dogs and a job, like the likelihood of me getting away, I love that you made it happen. And I'm not judging you at all for hitting the road. In fact, I applaud you. But it's just not super feasible for me to do easily. Mm-hmm. And given that I'm not willing to articulate and ask, this was like the perfect, it was perfect in ways that I didn't even know I needed, but it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I felt really loved. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. It, it, it was almost serendipitous how it worked for me to be able to get away because mm-hmm. I had some other things going on that required my travel. Mm-hmm. And so... I was able to, you know, have my mother-in-law come for like two weeks. And in that window of time, part of it was this getaway for my birthday. Part of it was some work travel. And then we ended up celebrating my husband's birthday, my brother-in-law's birthday, and our niece's birthday because their birthdays are in July. But we weren't going to be there. With them. With them. So while they were here. Um, we celebrated that too. And I'm with you with the ask for help. So the amount of planning, I knew that I needed to get away. Like I knew in my soul that I needed that time away. Yes. So all the planning that I was able to accomplish though was booking a room that I knew that I wanted. At, tell me the name of the resort one more time. El Conquistador. And I didn't care how much it cost. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? I was like, this is what we're doing. I'm turning 40, whatever. Yep. And um, sign sign the invoice at the end. Exactly, exactly. And then um, I got a flight. And what happened with my friends were they happened, they came over and we were having a dinner party gathering. And I had kind of like sent out an invitation 
put in the invitation, I was like, this is what I'm doing. You're welcome to come if you feel like it, right? Happy like, birthday to me. I don't birthday. give a shit if you come or not. It'd be cool. But if you don't, my ass is still going to Puerto Rico. I'm still going to Puerto Rico. Yeah. 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 Like, so I was like, this is what I'm doing. It would be awesome if you guys could join, whatever. And so um, they were over. A couple of my friends were over. And I like was having all these ideas, but I was just like, honestly, I feel super overwhelmed by yeah. the idea of planning. You know, I was able to do all that I can do and I'm happy to just go and sit there. And I'm like, unless you guys want to plan it. And they're like, yep, done. <laughs> I love that. That makes so much more sense with how that happened because the, I can't imagine calling any five busy women in my life as much as they love me and being able to clear all of our calendars. In fact, the six of us are trying to do a little weekend away, not even for a birthday, just to go. And we're already like, yes, yeah, somebody won't be able to go. It's inevitable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love that. I love that you were and like. Several somebodies couldn't go. Yeah. Yeah. So you ended up with the five. I ended up with the five. And it was like, but this is when I could go. Yep. And so it was a long weekend. And I ended up flying with one of my friends. Like we were on the same flight. So we we literally, we traveled together. We were at the airports together. Uh-huh. And, and they set up everything. It was so just gorgeous. Like we had a driver, Manny. He picked us up from the airport. We had when you say Manny as in manicure or as in like you had no, a Manny. Male. That was the guy's name. The driver's I'm name, like, Manny. I'm picturing from uh, Modern Family where the male nanny they call the Manny. I was like, no, you didn't bring no. children. Who would you need a Manny no, for? I mean, like Manny from Modern Family, the kid, my the guy, God. Manny, favorite character, best character on that show. Jay, right. I just love him. I love him. Okay, right. sorry, Manny the driver. Got it. Yeah, Manny the driver, and so like we. Originally, all of our flights were supposed to get in within like 45 minutes of each other, but there were some issues. So just the two of us who flew together, rode with Manny, we met the others at the resort and it was just fantastic. I love it. I love that you started with what worked for you. And, you know, that's a, a lesson to me to kind of carry forward is like, think about what I want, what I would need, and then invitation. And if you can, and no hard feelings. I bet you're not at all mad about the other people who couldn't make it. No. Nope. No. Because the reality was like, I really needed yep. the rest. Yep. You know, I needed to go somewhere where nobody needed me. Yeah. Yeah. That was really what it came down to. I, I just needed to be somewhere where, where no one needed me. And my friends who were with me, were there to support me in what I needed, right? Yeah. So um, one of my girlfriends, she and I are like the eaters. And so every morning, she and I were up. Breakfast. Breakfast. It's ready. And it was like, yes, we were we were getting in our little golf cart and driving over to the main house, getting some breakfast. And yeah, it was it was just... Even thinking about it, I'm feeling the like surge of energy and refresh I from that. From that, maybe it was that great supply kit you brought with you after all the drinking. Can you please talk about that? So, one of my friends, so so two of them coordinated it primarily, and so we have similar mindsets. So I purchased little party favor type bags that were reusable more like toiletry bags. Okay. And then they brought the um, We Got Lit kit. <laughs> and, and it's a Great. little... Hold on, hold on. Trademark. Please trademark. Right, that. trademarked. 
And we so, got lit TM. Mm-hmm. And so we got lit kit. It's a little pouch and it had all of the things that adult women and men who may be partying for the weekend need. So I had gotten Tylenol. They got Advil. I had liquid IV. They had some other sort of like electrolyte powder in, in there and some uh, vitamin C packs. Love it. Uh, we both got, you know, like the under eye cooling patches, hand sanitizer. Um, no barf bags. Little, no barf bags. Little Vaseline Ugh. type thing, you know, just keep you fresh. It was, you know, just like the basic things that you, a hairband. I put some mosquito repellent rings. You know what you mean? Yeah, like the bracelets. rings, like the ones you can, the bracelets. We had some of those, um, you know, just like the essentials. And and then the room was stocked with water and everything like that. And we bought alcohol. Um, and I don't know if you remember, but at one point there was this meme thing trending on social and it was like a group of friends and it's like i'm gonna be hungover i'm gonna be hungover i'm gonna drink a bunch of different drinks and i'm gonna be hungover yeah that's what it was like i missed it so i have I love a it. video of myself doing that doing that video reenacting it singing that yeah that's and i'm like so pouring tequila <laughs> into a cup love and it. they brought um cups with our names on them. So we all had our own it. like designated cups with our names. So we were, you know, we had our little drinks at the pool and we had a butler. Was his name Manny? His name was not Manny. His name was Tim and he was phenomenal. I love it. Shout out yeah. to El Conquistador. El Conquistador. I love it. Tim, I love it. fantastic. That's a great idea for a gift for a friend too, right? So let's say you're the friend who gets invited to go on a birthday weekend and can't make it. The We Got Lit kit. As a gift for yeah. everybody or even just the birthday girl. That sounds really like a great idea. Yeah. All right. Etsy shop. Let's do it. Let's do it. Boom. I'm sure that's where it was. Yeah, you're right. Let's be honest. Right. I, I revoked like, the trademark. Honest. I don't want to get sued. Let me talk to my lawyers. I don't have a lawyer. Spoiler alert. <laughs> okay. So what does 40 feel like? We're here. We've been here for a while. In fact, at the time of this recording, we're like 40 and a half. Mm -hmm. It feels great. It does, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. I see, you know, that night at dinner with my friends when they made me cry like a baby, um, the oldest in the group who's also in her 40s. So she's still like certainly a peer, but more she's got more of her more distance into her 40s than the rest of us. She said she's like, you know, 20s, you don't know who you are. 30s, you're kind of coming into your own 40s. You know yourself. Mm -hmm. And I feel that like I don't have my life all figured out necessarily, but I know the kind of energy I want in my life. And I know the kind of energy I don't. Um, and I love myself enough to set really firm boundaries around that in ways that I would have really worried about what people thought in my 30s. Yep. You know? Yes, I totally know. I know you know. That's why we get yes. this. That's why we get it. Yeah. yeah. You, I want your energy in my life, right? Like that's part right. of this. It's just uh, you want to be with people who make you better and not feel like you have work to do and and just maintaining... And people who, people who make you better, people who you can be yourself with, yep. and people who want what's best for you. Oh, yeah. Who cheer you on? Yeah. People who cheer you on. You know, there's some people who are supportive and encouraging genuinely. It's not a competition. 
I'm thankful um, that I feel like I have a really good gut read on people and I feel like I always have. So even mm-hmm. though I might have had a harder time finessing the politics of creating space in the past, I've always known. So for me, it, yes. it's not like a 40, like I'm turning 40 and I see with new eyes who's here for me and who's not. I don't feel that. Mm-hmm. I've always known and I'm real good with just cutting it off. Do you know what I mean? Right. I, I know exactly what you mean. It's like you're like, yeah, whatever. I'm good. Take Keep my distance. I don't need that energy in my space at exactly all. Exactly right. I, w- mm-hmm. I wish you well. No hard feelings. Right. Here's the fence. Here's the gate. Yeah. yeah. We're locking the gate. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Here's the fence. And then if the fence doesn't work, then I'm going to put some wood paneling over that fence. I might make it a privacy and fence. Privacy fence. Maybe and then I might make it a um, wall. a cinder block wall. Yes. And then I'm going to build a bomb shelter from your ass because it's just not worth it. But I'm building it in your direction. Yes. I'm keeping my space open and Green. free and clear. Beautiful. And receptive to the universe and all of its abundance and love and positivity but i have to just protect you from yourself a little. protect my my peace and yeah that's it mm-hmm. okay cheers to 40 and 41 cheers to 40 and all that comes next and 42 and 43 and 44 god willing all the rest i'll take it all the rest amen yeah forever and ever amen i like that well thanks you guys so much for listening and tuning in we really appreciate it we want to hear about your experience of coming of age, having milestone birthdays, whether it be 30, 21, 25, when you could first rent your car, 16. 40, 45, whatever. Those journeys and the lessons that you've learned as you've grown. Yeah, we look forward to wisdom from you for people who are further ahead. And uh, we want to tell everybody who's coming up behind us, it just gets better. Don't be scared. Yeah. But keeping people around you who are in it with you and for you. That's one way it gets better. I love that. You know, thanks so much. We uh, would love your feedback on how this is hitting for you. If there's anything you want us to talk about, let us know. Otherwise, please follow us on the socials and we'll check in with you next time. Thank you for joining us on Pushing Past Polite. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. We encourage you to go deeper in your trusted spaces or cultivate new spaces that foster meaningful connection. Please follow us on social media to keep the conversation going. We are at Pushing Past Polite on Instagram and Facebook and Push Past Polite on Twitter. Pushing Past Polite is an independent podcast with Corey and Laura from Just Educators. Our cover art was designed by Rachel Welsh Ega of De Inca Designs, and our audio is produced by Keith at Headset Media. Until next time, don't get stuck talking about the weather. Have conversations that matter and make your world a bit more just.